Hello, friends. This is Taver Lee, and you are listening to Grit and Grace. We are here for soul-level conversations that will take us across the veil in mystical and magical ways. I invite you to leave what you know at the door, open your heart, and receive. If you want to find out more information, make sure you go to moontempleschool.com. And now let's get started. Welcome back. We are going to be talking about protection today. This is Protection 101. And I may not be the most popular witch on the block today to go into this conversation the way I'm going into it, because I'm going to tell you that there are levels to protection that are often neglected, number one. And number two, most of the time, we are not doing the human work first. So before you do any spiritual protection spells or rituals, you need to do the human work, meaning speak your boundaries, own your truth, be fully sovereign as a human before you go into the spiritual world for protection. Because it doesn't matter how much protection you put in place if you're not able to speak your truth from what you need protection from, if it's another situation or something in your life, if you don't do that part first, then no ritual or spell is going to bypass what you are humanly doing on the level of the 3D where most of us are still hanging out. I'm not. I prefer it in the 5D where I am located in the middle of the jungle in Hawaii, living amongst the trees and the birds and the roosters. My senses have become so much more alive being in this space and I I realize the density in which we operate in cities and the majority of our very busy lives, which I will, I participate in (laughs) and I am a part of, but I swirl between the different dimensions and I really feel the depths of the fifth dimension here and where I am located on a day-to-day level, even while I'm working. I am here, I'm working, I am still in a different dimension. And the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and dimensions beyond the fifth are places we go in shifted consciousness states. But I digress. That is not a topic for today. Today we're talking about protection. So I want to talk about this because I posted a question in Witch Power, my Facebook group, And I love it that people are calling it my digital coven. That was not my intention, but it appears that it is a digital coven. So you're welcome to join us. And I posted the question, ask me what you want me to talk about in my content, in my group, and on this podcast and my newsletters. And there was a couple of different questions regarding protection. And one of them was that the individual is a a solitary witch, a gray witch, and they do not practice with groups because they do not believe in a witch's ability to harm others. And that's personal decision. I don't discuss that on this podcast, but they're worried about their family and they want to know how to protect their family. And so I'm going to, I'm going to address this in a couple of different ways. And I'm also going to talk about being really clear what you need protection from and why this is the first question I ask. So Every single Facebook group that I'm a part of, every Instagram account that I follow or interact with or on TikTok, any content that I post, I see the question every single day is how do I protect myself from or I need protection, can you help? And my response is always why? 
Like, what is it that you desire protection from? Because I will tell you the truth is most of the time, here's a little secret. Most of the time we need protection from ourselves, from our own mind, from our own inability to speak truth, from our own inability to explain what we truly desire and why. That's really what most of the time it comes down to. No ritual or spell is going to supersede your human ability to set boundaries and be sovereign in your choices. So assuming that you've done that work, let's talk about the reasons why you may want protection. You may wish to have protection because you are in the throes of a legal situation, which I have done several custom rituals with many clients over legal situations. Those are often very, very helpful because you can still be speaking your truth and there can be a great force of individuals working against you because they are being paid to do so in a formal fashion, yes, but stacking the odds in your favor for the truth to come out is very possible in protection rituals. You also may wish to do protection because you are doing deep, dark ritual work. That is common. That is definitely a part of my practice. I do deep rituals. I'm a shadow walker, so I go into the underworld often with others and by myself. I do rituals in the middle of forests and in the middle of deserts alone often. And I do protection rituals. And not necessarily from other humans, but from other spirits that may be drawn to the light that I am casting in my work. That could be a reason. You also may wish to do protection from a relationship with another human that is no longer feeling safe. And this is where I talk about doing the work first. Now, if you need safety protection, like on a human level, meaning you you believe your physical safety is at risk, you need to call the police. That is, that is, again, doing the human work. You need to call the police. You need to call the authorities. You need to take the steps that you need to take on a physical human level to protect yourself. So you can also add the spiritual layers of protection in, but only after you've done the human part of that. Why else might you need protection? Well, you may need protection because you are calling in something so spectacular in your life for yourself. And you know that not everyone in your life is going to be happy for you. That is quite common, actually. Way more common than you would think is that when you are prepared to grow up level and upscale your life in some way, especially spiritually, you know that not everyone is going to wish you well. Now, whether or not you really need protection or you need to set boundaries, mm, this is the same conversation. This is the same conversation that we're going to keep having throughout the show. So let's talk about the various levels of protection that you may be seeking. Number one, protection just from day-to-day negative energy. If you're an empath, you know that you experience others' energy easily. And I, I didn't talk about that in needing protection because to me, that is part of a daily practice. That is, that is not necessarily something I would say people are, are, are seeking, but actually they likely are if you are 
if you are untrained on your path and, and you're still learning and you know that you're deeply empathic and you don't know how to avoid others' energy flooding your body regularly, that can definitely be difficult. And there isn't necessarily a, it's not necessarily a case of setting boundaries. And I'll give you an example. I have a, a client that I do spiritual mentoring for and in her place of business, one of her colleagues is extremely negative, just a negative personality, sees the world as doomed and everything in her life as doomed and there's nothing positive that ever happens. And my client doesn't walk around in the world like that. She stands in light and in power and she knows that she is co-creating her life and you know, she knows it's also not her job to try to change her colleague's life. That's not her path to educate her. But she feels that that dense, heavy energy and she carries it with her. And oftentimes when she finishes up her workday, she comes home feeling this heavy, dense energy. So we've put a whole series of rituals together in her daily practice to cloak up from that energy penetrating into her body. So let's talk about level one. Level one daily um, not necessarily cloaking because that can block a lot of energy like your internal, your uh, intuitive knowing. It can also um, shield out some guidance from your guides. It, it may not necessarily impact your intuition per se, but any external allies that you have supporting you on your path, if you fully shield up, you may be cutting off connection to that. So I call it the daily bubble. I learned this from another psychic teacher many years ago. It's a daily bubble that basically you put it in a place, you do a 21-day ritual of this bubble, this exercise. And after 21 days, most often it stays. And you can check in on the strength of it. You can still walk around and have a porous surface of connection to the unseen worlds. But the goal of this bubble is to only allow in energy that feels good to you in the moment. Now, let me tell you a time when I take the bubble down is when I'm doing deep underworld work as a shadow walker. I need to experience and go into places with others that that bubble may stop. So I will remove any layers such as that when I'm doing deep underworld work. I would use different types of protection. So level one, daily practice. Put yourself in an energetic bubble. Any negative energy, not allowed here. Put yourself in a bubble, visualize it. If you want to do the full ritual, you can contact me, uh, moontempleschool.com. But the ritual is basically visualizing yourself in a bubble and speaking the words, this is my protection from any energy that's not meant in my field. Do that every day for 21 days and then see how you feel. And you can come back to that regularly. And that's really, really powerful for empaths. Level two is a situation that comes up that you want to avoid any energy exchange with. So that could be the example of the colleague that I gave you. That could also be somebody in your family. That could also be your spouse going through a bad time. It could be any situation where you want protection from a particular energy in the moment, but not long-term. You can visualize yourself cloaking up, you can shield up, you can cut off all outside sources temporarily, and just remember to remove it. So you can do it situationally and, and then remove it. The next level of protection is when you are in a situation that requires you to go into the unseen worlds and ask for very specific type of protection. So legal issues would account for this. Because it's not necessarily the person that might have legal issues with you. That would be part of it. In fact, 
well, I'll, I'll come back to that. If you're in a legal situation, it's not just the individual that you are protecting from that has that is a part of the, the situation. It's the legal team that they've hired. And so in most cases, what we desire for the legal team that's been hired, other lawyers, or if there's a judge and a jury, we call in truth. We do truth rituals. The protection might just be from the individual and their legal counsel. And then the truth ritual would be for the judge and the jury to see the truth as it is. So manipulation cannot occur. So in specific instances outside of legal issues, you may have... You may have a friend, you may have somebody that you have experienced online that has just gotten a bad taste for you and they are intent to do you harm. And you have spoken the words, you've blocked, you've ended the relationship, you've done all of those things and you want to add a layer of protection in. That's a shield. That is a, a shield is in a particular direction towards a particular person, not energy as a whole or situationally. It is at a specific individual and a shield can be in place as long as you need it. Okay, so then the next level of protection, I'm going to say it's general, yet it's super high level protection. And that is your home, can be your vehicle, it can be any place that you reside regularly where you may let your guard down, where you may not be cloaked or shielded, this, the physical space itself being protected. And then, of course, after that, if you're doing deep rituals, there's a different type of protection. And I'll talk just briefly about that. And in most cases, unless you're doing work with denser energies or, and I'm not going to talk about this today, but dense energies are often created through humans or entities. If you're doing work with entities or you're doing work with dense energies, or you might call them demons, but I actually don't see them that way. But any type of dark, dense energy that you want to deal with, that would be a particular type of protection that is specific to that work. Most people don't do that work. If you do, let me know and or go listen to my podcast. Uh, I th yes, my podcast with Abby Benjamin, because this that's her area of specialty. She works with a lot of entities and we did a really good show on protection and working with entities. So that, that would be, if that's interesting to you, then go check out that show and I won't talk about it here. Now for physical space, there are, again, everything has layers. There's a way to clear energy from your space, grid it and seal it. So a physical space is protected. You can even just simply, one of the simple layers is to walk your home, walk the property, if you're assuming you're not in an apartment building, but walk sunwise around your home three times using your voice, maybe placing items in each of the direction that you associate in each direction. So calling in elemental magic, asking the spirits of the land, like communing with the spirits of the land to protect your home. And I would highly recommend that you always, always start with a gratitude practice for the spirits of the land where you reside before you embark on any protection. So number one, create a gratitude ritual ceremony or just sing, speak, speak words and thank the spirits of the land for giving you refuge. Then you can embark on a, a protection ritual. So you can walk your property, you can place items in each direction. You may wish on the interior to 
you know, you can use anything to do a smoke cleansing. Most people think of sage, but there are other herbs that are indigenous to where you reside in your part of the world. Because I know we have people listening from all over the world utilizing herbs and plants that are indigenous to your lands or your practice and do a smoke clearing in your home and you can you know place salt on the entrances to your house you can there's many 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 ways and i would suggest do some research and find out what resonates for you and in your practice but clearing the inside of your home after you've walked the property in most cases is enough so that's like level one in most cases it's enough I also do it with any vehicle that I'm driving at the time. Um, I drive a truck typically, and my truck has taken more hits and more, I mean, my truck has literally been the bubble of protection for me. I had a piece of cement fall off of an, a bridge when I was driving underneath it on a, on a freeway, so it's like an underpass. I'm going 80 miles an hour and a chunk of cement fell off the bridge and smashed into my windshield at, again, 80 miles an hour. And there just happened to, at that time, be not a single other vehicle in the middle of the day on this highway. I was able to come to a complete stop, pull over to the side of the road, and my windshield did not cave. I got over to the side of the road and, of course, I was in shock. So I I will admit that I freaked out. <laughs> I totally freaked out. I lost my shit. I cried. I shook. My whole body went into shock. And of course, the police came. And when the police were there, they saw the piece of cement. Then they looked over at my windshield. And then they kind of leaned back, leaned back because I was still inside my truck at that moment because I was covered head to toe in glass. And they looked at the cement again. And they looked back at me and they said, wow. I can't, I can't believe that the windshield didn't cave in. You are very lucky. <laughs> you must have somebody looking out for you. And that actually lightened the mood for me. And I started to laugh. That was it. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I do. Yes, my truck, my truck. I've done lots of rituals with my truck. I leave gifts for my truck. I, um, I create it as a sacred space. So my truck has protected me many ways. Or I would say that the protection that is on this tangible physical item is always in place. So it is possible to create protection in your space. So that's one level. And it is, in most cases, enough. Walking your property, being very careful of the energy in your home all the time, your energy, your family's energy, who you allow in and out. That's a different conversation on managing the energy in your home. I'm talking protection, but it is about energy. Oftentimes people will contact me and say, oh, I think I have a, a spirit in my home. I think there's something bad. There feels like there's bad mojo. And in most cases, it's the humans that have created the dense energy. Either there's disharmony in the family or somebody's going through a bad time and it's their energy that's creating that. So taking, taking care to manage the energy in your home is super important, but you can walk your property and do the steps that I've outlined. You can also place what's called a ward on the outside of your home. And this would be done for those that work with very strong or have very strong relationships with different deities, gods, or goddesses. You can place them outside of your home if you feel like you need a stronger presence. It's a different type of shield. Most cases when somebody does that, it's because they are doing deep spiritual work in their home or there's a specific individual that they want protection from. Again, I would go back to shielding 
if it's a, a single human as opposed to shielding the space. But a ward is possible. And you, you can do your research on how to place a ward outside of your home. It's not an in-depth process, but it is a process that involves you to have a relationship with the god, deity, or goddess that you're putting there. And it is a relationship, which means it's a two-way communication all the time. And over time, if you just place them there and leave them, there can be harmful consequences. I've heard, although mostly what I would see is that that energy would just dissipate if that is not an ongoing relationship. So this is why when people say, can you give me a protection ritual? <laughs> In order to avoid having this conversation, which is, why do you need protection? Are you managing your own energy first? Are you doing the human tactical things of taking care of what you need to do to create boundaries? Are you using your voice? Are you doing all of these things first? And then what do you need protection from? So in conclusion, my recommendation is to if you feel like you need protection, and I'll give you another example. One of the new students in the high priest, high priestess class for 2022, and although I don't know when this episode is coming out, but if you're interested in that class, there were, at, the, at this moment in time of recording this, there were three spots left. So contact me because we dive deep into all of these topics. But one of the students in the class had a, a child that had... Um, kind of a scary dream. And this student is actually in the midst of reclaiming their entire witch power. So they are going through a massive awakening. They're doing the work and it's amazing to witness. And so of course their teenage children will be impacted by the work they're doing. So this particular student in the moment felt like they wanted to do a protection of their home and the energy of their home for their children during dream time because they are going into the unseen realms during dream time often. So this individual did follow, excuse me, this individual followed their own internal wisdom and did something different than I would have recommended because they were listening to their intuition and they did it and it was extremely powerful and it worked. So you can also sink into your body, journal on why you need protection, what you feel like will be the best, especially when you're dealing with energy from other humans. And being in nature will help center you into alignment with the vibration that you want to be outside of this need for protection. So remember that your energy on a day-to-day -day basis alone should dispel the majority of what you need protection from. Your energy alone, when you are solid, don't have any leaks in your energy field, when you are not anxious, when you are grounded, when you are aligned and activated, that right there is a super power energetic boundary. So let's, let's, let's say that this is probably the most important part. Manage your energy first. Make sure that there's no leaks in your energy. And if there are, then understand, well, fuck, I'm having a human moment because <laughs> we all do. I've got some leak in, leaks in my energy field. Things are impacting me more than they normally do. What do I need to do to get my own energy under control in my space and in my life and spiritually? And then look at additional practices for protection. I hope this has been helpful. I'm going to continue to provide as many answers to the common questions as I can, and I will be back with you soon. If you know anyone who's questioning protection or desires it or wants it, please feel free to share this episode. It's, it's the way that we appreciate your support is by sharing because that's caring. Thank you, and we will be back.
Thank you for joining us today. On any of your favorite listening apps, we would really appreciate a rating and review. And if you're looking for more information, make sure that you go to moontempleschool.com and you can find us there.